course, Olympics is the absolute pinnacle, um, and it's the pinnacle of, of hockey. Hello and welcome to a very special bonus episode of Girls With Goals with an incredible athlete who is getting behind an incredible cause. Irish international hockey player Lena Tice joins me now on the line. Lena, how are you getting on? Hi, I'm good. Thank you. Uh, thanks for having me. No, of course. So a big weekend ahead. Everybody is talking about the Olympic qualifiers. How is training going? I met up with you there last week um, out in UCD and it's pretty much all engines are lit yeah yeah and training's going really well um super excited just to get get going now i think we're on the donnybrook pitch tomorrow so um just can't wait to see what that's like um but yeah the girls are in in good spirits and, and we're ready for a big weekend so a home match for the olympic qualifiers do you get more nervous when it's a home crowd or is it the exact opposite do you like having the home support behind you uh, I think I think the home crowd is very comforting. Um, I know that when I think about the games and I remember that we're going to have a sea of green out there and all the people who you know you're closest to are going to be in the stands. Um, it certainly um, it has a calming effect, and you know I think we'll really um, thrive in in the home environment. And yeah, just um, looking forward to to seeing all the support that comes out. So, I mean, speaking of sport, it wasn't always hockey for you. And we're going to talk about Team Hope now in in a few minutes because um, you are an ambassador and we're supporting it here at Her.ie as well. It's an incredible charity. But um, just going back a little bit, before hockey, it was cricket for you, wasn't it? So tell me how you got involved in cricket in the first place. And when did you make that uh, jump, I suppose, into hockey full time and leave cricket behind? Yeah, that's right. Um, I suppose my main sport as a teenager growing up was was cricket. And um, when I got to the age of 17, going into my final year of school, I had to kind of make the choice between the two. Um, And it was a really difficult one. Um, But I just kind of said I'd give hockey a go for a while. And, you know, it worked out pretty well for me. And it kind of meant that I I never got to go back to play cricket. Um, So, yeah, just being in team sports has been something I've done since since a really young age and I've been very fortunate with you know all the opportunities I have had um but yeah it's, it's hockey it's hockey for now anyway I always find it funny when when athletes are, are playing dual sports and when they kind of choose one over the other is that did you deep down know that you were better at hockey or was somebody telling you that you were better at hockey than cricket or was it just a yes really <laughs> um it, it's hard to say really um I think you know, it just kind of happened. I don't think I had it in my head like, oh, I'm going to choose hockey eventually. Um, you know, I loved I loved my cricketing years um, and it was just the timing in the end. You know, I actually wanted to play school hockey in my final year. That was more of my thought process. And, and then I ended up getting capped in my final year of school. And, and you know, then I, I was just hooked from there. So, you know, I think cricket was definitely my first love. Um, and then you know, hockey has taken over and, and I, absolutely, I absolutely adore it and I, and I wouldn't change it. So I wouldn't be the biggest expert when it comes to the cricket scene here in Ireland. Um, I have to be honest with you. But <laughs> when you're growing up, you know, like as a young girl, is, is there a lot of girls that play cricket or how did you get into the sport originally? Yeah, so um, I got into the sport because... Uh, my dad uh, is actually from England, and he he's a really big cricketer. Um, he well, he loves cricket, and and my brothers as well. So I actually kind of grew up with cricket being the sport that you know we played in the back garden. Um, mm. And I, funnily enough, got into it when we lived in Vienna, of all places, um, and we started playing for you know probably the only cricket club in Vienna, and 
you know, I just spent hours out there kind of knocking a ball around and, and that's that's really how I how I got hooked on it. And I mean, I suppose coming back to the sport at hand and the uh, Olympic qualifiers, what would it mean to you to become an Olympian? Because I know that for many athletes, that's the absolute pinnacle that they can think of. Was that something that you kind of took with you while you were growing up? Because obviously with, with cricket and hockey, you were incredibly accomplished when it came to sports. But I mean, what, what is that going to feel like if you get through the qualifiers and you get to go to Tokyo? Yeah, I mean, of course, Olympics is the absolute pinnacle um, and it's the pinnacle of, of hockey um, and, you know, being to a World Cup, but it's it's just, it's, it's not the same. Um, it's kind of like, we would call it our Everest, you know, it's where you want to get to. So, you know, to qualify with this very, very special team, which, yeah, it would be, you know, a dream come true. And, you know, there's no guarantee that you'll actually get selected to go to the Olympics. So, you know, you just have to enjoy the challenge of, you know, being part of the team that, you know, has the chance to, to qualify and make history and in, you know, Irish female sport. And obviously you mentioned there about the uh, the World Cup. So a massive moment for hockey and for the entire country. Like I remember the press coverage at the time, it just completely blew up. And, and like I knew a bit about hockey having played myself when I was in secondary school. But I think, that, you know, there was a lot of fair weather supporters that came on board, you know, because you guys were progressing so massively within this massive tournament. Was that kind of a, a hard thing to adjust to? Yeah, the following we got was absolutely phenomenal and um, hugely encouraging. And, you know, it certainly made it a kind of once in a lifetime experience. And uh, it was difficult in a way to adapt to it and um, get get used to kind of, you know, now there being more eyes on us as a team. Um, but it's, you know, pressure is what you want and, and you have to kind of, uh, you have to try and thrive under the pressure and, and just take real joy in, in the new following we have. Absolutely. So um, quickly, because I know I'm taking you away from training in literally the run up uh, to a very massive weekend. So I don't want to keep you for too long, but I do want to talk about Team Hope. So it's the Christmas shoebox appeal in particular that we want to focus on. Uh, We're coming up to the deadline uh, for people who can kind of get their shoeboxes in. So that's November 4th. And firstly, can you tell us a little bit about why you wanted to get behind this charity um, in the first place? Well, first of all, um Team Hope is um, obviously a fantastic um, organisation, a fantastic charity with, you know, just a real heart for for serving others and, you know, kind of like loving your neighbour. And, and that's that's why I love the, you know, the Christmas shoebox appeal because it gives a chance for people to kind of get around and actually sh- actively show, show their love for people who they don't even know by... Um, getting these shoe boxes together and you know sending them out to to children who who need them and then perhaps wouldn't get anything um around christmas and you know actually the stuff that goes into these boxes can be hugely valuable for them and, and hugely useful so i absolutely adore the christmas shoe box appeal and i'm just so delighted um to play a small role in it now and and to be in, involved uh, with Team Hope. I think the thing that is really important to kind of get across as well when it comes to something like this is that a lot of these families, to put it into perspective into what like, you know, what we're dealing with in comparison, many of these families that are helped by Team Hope, they're trying to survive on less than what would be the equivalent of one euro a day. So, I mean, that puts it into perspective that these children, you know, they 100% are not expecting 
expecting any presence. And that's why every single box that gets filled really has a massive impact. And if you go onto teamhope.ie, you can see some of the videos and they're literally thrilled with what they're getting. And some of the stuff that's in the boxes, like there's great stuff on the website as to what you can fill. Um, so sometimes like a toothbrush, something that you can wear. There's the W rule. So can you kind of bring us through that really quickly? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so uh, when you're packing your boxes, um, you know, Team Hope encourages you to think of the four W's. Um, so something to wash with, something to write with, something to wear and something to wow. Um, so if you kind of follow those guidelines, um, you're guaranteed to have, you know, uh, a fantastic box and a box that's going to be incredibly useful and um, a great gift for, for the person who's going to receive it. Absolutely. Well, it's an incredible initiative, an incredible charity, and you can get more yeah. information on teamhope.ie. Lena, it's great that you're getting behind something so important. And also, listen, best of luck at the weekend. We're all going to be rooting for you, and hopefully there's a good turnout. I know there will be. Thank you so much. Thank you very much.